0: Mechanical amenities, outdoor amenities, basic interior technology, and utilizing your RV space. All of that and much more on this week's episode of the Soul RV Podcast. Welcome to episode eight of the Soul RV Podcast. I am Mark.
1: And I am Angie with Soul RV. Last week we discussed how to easily get TV in your RV with the best TVs, mounts, projectors, and screens. This week we're going to discuss even more amenities that have become rather standard in the RV nowadays. We are also going to share a few of our favorite 2021 RVs available in the Midwest that go along with all of those amenities. We also want to mention that all the RVs we discuss on today's episode will be available to view on our website at soulrv.com. We have been camping since we were kids, so without aging us too much, it's been many years, and as a married couple, it's been over 20 years. Things have changed quite a bit with RVs over the years. There are quite a few people who are not RV camping that may not know what RVs are like nowadays compared to 10 years ago. Um, We know people who are not RVers who question us a lot about why we like it, what we like about it, and even my grandmother, who is now 90 years old, didn't know that there were even bathrooms within an RV, which kind of surprised us. We want to take this time to update those folks on some of the helpful RV camping amenities, 15 you need to know about to be exact. So let's get started with a few mechanical amenities. Is that something you want to talk about?
0: sure because
1: <laughs> I'm not mechanically
0: one of the best things that have come out for me are self-leveling jacks mm-hmm. when we started out we started with a truck camper that we really didn't level we just put the truck itself level and didn't really put stabilizers down because it was just in the truck bed and it was pretty mm-hmm. stiff anyway mm-hmm. when we went to the motor home it had some jacks in it But it was still pretty wobbly for a uh, 30-foot motorhome. When we started getting into the travel trailers, it was a matter of every time you went out, you were setting it up, putting blocks down to get one side up higher than the other, usually carrying anywhere from 10 to 30 different blocks of wood. So you'd have a pad for each tire or to get it up off the ground, get it level, get the tongue down, and then each (laughs) jack itself that was manual. Or if you might take a... uh, electric uh screw gun to actually get the jacks down but then still had to level it up and get it going and it was just a hassle it could take you up to an hour on bad sites. it could take you longer i mean it just is pretty nightmarish at times right nowadays you have the electric stabilizer which are just basically two arms that when you get your camper level you can put these arms down and it'll stabilize it better but it doesn't do anything for leveling mm-hmm. really just we had that on our, uh, wildwood heritage Glen. And mm-hmm. honestly I despised it. I mean, it was, it was bad enough. I, I bought something that I thought was going to be an electric leveling system and it, no, it wasn't, it was just, you know, stabilized it and really didn't stabilize it all that well for right. what it was. But, right. um, that's a different story stabilizer system we have now is the Lippert uh, Ground 3.0 and it's expensive as all get out. You can buy a kit for like $3,500 or so. But I tell you what, we get out to the campground, I hit one button to auto level, set my pads down, whatever I want, if I want to block underneath the pad, whatever I want there. Um, just put one down and hit a button and in three to five minutes, I'm completely done and ready to pull out slides and do everything. Such a different change with that. Really nice to have. But as I said, it is an expensive, uh, amenity for sure.
1: Absolutely. And a
0: lot less weight to carry around when you're not carrying 30 boards around to put it in there. Those are always a pain to do. Uh, one of the next, uh, powered items would be the awnings. Mm i love our (laughs) new powered awnings it it is unbelievable that you can actually just push a button get it out it's no longer you know one side pull down other side then lift it up get your height powered awnings is a huge improvement over the old mechanical style absolutely Uh, still come with their issues and what's Um, that
1: deal called that that you used to have to pull it down
0: the rod itself yes long pole making rod.
1: sure that you knew where that was oh my goodness that became a challenge for you
0: <laughs> you was don't know where truck? you put things away at times it uh, hard to find yeah. oh, we had we had so yeah. many things in our storage for going out on trips that i i might set it in one place one time and in another yeah it's pretty silly on yeah. my part. and i
1: was always afraid that i would mess something up if i tried to pull those down but then the new ones I mean, pushing a button, I can handle that.
0: Yep, pretty easy. <laughs>
1: right. You know, the 2021 Heartland Cyclone 3600 is a fifth wheel toy hauler. And it's a great example of how having a powered awning is a huge improvement. It has three slides, a 12 and a half garage, a loft, a bath and a half, a very spacious kitchen and a 55 inch living room LCD TV, a king bed, not one, not two but three powered awnings on this rv so you guys want to check that out for sure
0: mechanical item number three are slide outs Mm. they've been around for a long time Mm -hmm. the designs have definitely changed from having one pole at the bottom of it that pushed it out now it's usually gear driven on both sides to keep it aligned um, you see a lot more little failures with these, I think, but that's generally because someone getting something and blocking it, and it chews the teeth up. But mm-hmm. as far as they go, they are so much better now. They roll out smoother. They're just all over better. Increased the living space inside. Oh, yeah. If there's some good floor plans for campers without slide outs, tour is roomy inside and pretty mm-hmm. decent. But in these. It's not roomy at all when you're walking through it, when it's closed up, but you open up those slide outs like ours and it just a huge living room makes it so Especially if you,
1: if you have those dual sliding ones,
0: the opposing Opposing slides slides, are really nice. Like we have Mm -hmm. in the living room, the 2021 Heartland Bighorn Traveler 38 FL is a fifth wheel. That is a great example of what having slide outs can do for you inside the R V. Mm-hmm. This R V has six slide outs. Yes. It has opposing dual slide outs in the bedroom, opposing slide outs in the living room, and opposing slide outs in the kitchen. Wow. This monstrous fifth wheel is forty-one foot three inches mm-hmm. in length and has a king size bed, mm-hmm. a kitchen island, unique front living area, dual entry doors, mm-hmm. which is great for us. And kind of rare on a fifth that. wheel also. Uh, An outdoor kitchen and an outdoor shower. Mm -hmm. Um, That is the Heartland Traveler. Has the largest exterior storage area in its class with over 140 cubic feet, which that is insane to think about how much storage and how much you could bring along.
1: Oh, if we could do a fifth wheel. And it also has the front living room that I just think that is just the neatest new floor plan that they've come out with. And, and that's been out for a few years, but, but definitely one that I really like.
0: It is cool. You should just check it out to see yes, it. Yes,
1: over on our website, solarv.com.
0: It is time for TNT. Today's TNT is for purchasing a new RV. Mm-hmm. There are pros and cons for purchasing a brand new RV. So let's look into those.
1: Pros for purchasing a new RV are that they have the latest technology and amenities, which we're finding out. There is no wear and tear from previous owners, which is awesome. And um, the mattress hasn't been used, which is a huge factor for me. Um, And there is usually some type of warranty included. So let's now move on to purchasing a new RV and the cons that go along with that.
0: A brand new RV is very expensive. Mm-hmm. Your insurance premiums will be much higher than with a used RV. Mm-hmm. New RV tends to depreciate by the thousands and tens of thousands within the first couple of years.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you used to always tell me as soon as you drive that RV off the lot, it just dropped by quite a few thousand.
0: Yeah, it it, it can put a big hurting on your wallet book if you go out and buy a brand new unit and decide that this... uh life isn't for you, mm-hmm. you could be, you know, 10000 $20,000 upside down real quick.
1: Absolutely. Next on our list is outdoor amenities. This is number four also on our list, the raised patio. A raised patio is a fun way to hang outside of your RV, usually with an awning above it, but still be rather connected to your RV. Think of it as like a deck off your house. A great example of a raised patio is the 2021 Heartland Torque TQ-T32 this is a travel trailer also a toy hauler and it has one slide out it sleeps six people and is 37 foot nine inches it has two entry doors one in the front and one in the back which i personally love i love the idea of being able to go either direction from inside that i just love that they're doing that now and it's okay when they're on the back of the campers too Uh, The most noticeable is the raised patio with 19-foot electric awning that covers this RV.
0: Beautiful RV. It is.
1: It is. You'll have to check that out on our website. Love the idea of a patio.
0: The next outdoor amenity or necessity, I guess in this case for trailers, (laughs) uh, have you ever stepped into a camper and thought, man, there's quite a bit of flex in those stairs. Yeah. I can say that I have. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, from our first motorhome to our motorhome now, you step in, and those stairs really can flex. A lot of people, when they're coming up into a camper, depending on whose it is and you know how old the stairs are, there is some flex, and it, it is uncomfortable at times climbing mm-hmm. into a camper, grabbing that grab handle and feeling that flex because there's a lot of weight at the end of that pendulum mm-hmm. for somebody my size. You know, it's, it does put quite a bit of weight on it. Now, people climbing down can be the same thing. You know, it's just a little bit uncomfortable. The new Moride steps are a solid step with a base on it. They actually fold up into your camper when they're not being used. It's set up on a hinge assembly, so when it comes out, you can actually have adjustable legs at the very bottom to set it down very stable when you're getting in and out of the camper, the occupants of the camper aren't going to feel that sway of someone stepping on the sides. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of force when someone's stepping on that and just the <laughs> momentum of them going really does, you know, shake the trailer, the frame yeah, of the trailer. There's been many
1: times where i said, like, are you, did you fall?
0: <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> nope, so just walking. this is really nice. Now, unfortunately, mm-hmm. Uh, with our son in the wheelchair, it prevents us from using these because they are a permanent mount inside, and they fold up and block the doorway when they're out of use. Mm-hmm. And we, our wheelchair ramp, just they don't fold into the camper at all. So it's not something that we can put on ours at this right. time, unless we come up with a ingenuitive way of putting them on and off whenever we I need to use good. the wheelchair ramp. <laughs> uh, but this this is a tremendous advantage over the old style of mm-hmm. steps. It um, is. You a lot of people, you know, find a way to cover up the old steps and leave them on there cuz it, you know, it is kind of unfortunate that they don't block off that area at all, but right. that it is what it is, you know, advancements yeah. come and change things. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, next on our list, number 6 is outdoor kitchen, outdoor entertainment, and elite outdoor bars. An outdoor kitchen, also known as a camp kitchen, has amenities that a typical indoor kitchen has in an r v but usually in a simpler fashion, there is a smaller fridge, a sink, a cabinet storage space, and some have microwave or even a pull out stove
0: Our flagstaff has the outdoor kitchen, it has cabinetry up above, a sink, a s- turn out stove. Uh, mini fridge and right beside it there's a bar to hang up our grill mm-hmm. and the outdoor lp connector underneath works great we mm-hmm. i love using that setup
1: mm-hmm. um the 2021 coachman rv freedom express liberty edition the 321-FED-SLE, which is one we know really well, is a good example of a typical outdoor kitchen. We almost purchased this same model back in 2018 before we got our Flagstaff because we love the outdoor kitchen, the front entertainment center inside, and the dual entry to this RV. But what ended up stopping us from purchasing it was the hallway was a little bit too narrow for the wheelchair to get through. Overall, it would have worked great for us otherwise, though. Um, we use our outdoor kitchen quite often.
0: I cook every breakfast out there for sure. Mm
1: -hmm. And we enjoy it. An outdoor entertainment area is just a fancy word for having a TV on the exterior of, of your RV. And we show some pictures on our website of our outdoor entertainment area as well. There are also the new elite outdoor bar and entertainment centers available. They typically include an ice maker, wine or beverage fridge, a griddle, and a TV the 2021 Forest River RV Wildwood Heritage Glen Elite Series, the 36FL. We're going to talk about that one quite a bit throughout this podcast. It's a fifth wheel with a whole lot of amenities. It has four slide outs. It sleeps six people, has a bath and a half, an awesome breakfast bar, a fireplace, and an elite outdoor bar that we were talking about.
0: I am definitely not a wine drinker, but if you go ahead and put some... uh... Miller or some Budweiser in the <laughs> refrigerator and I'm good to go.
1: Now where's the Bud Light? It is all there. You just simply pull it out and you have got to check that out on our website because it is just really neat to see.
0: This week's solely fact is with Forest River. Mm-hmm. The one-year manufacturer's warranty is only valid to the original purchaser, mm-hmm. and it starts on the day that it is sold.
1: Mm-hmm. This week's solely current event is that there are already RVs on order for 2022. We have a Class A motorhome to share with you all that is a new floor plan.
0: It is a 2022 Coachman Pursuit. 29 XPS. This class A motorhome has one slide out, a split bathroom with shower on one side and toilet and sink on the other. Mm
1: -hmm. I really like that. I really do.
0: I I understand. Split
1: split bathroom, it would be great when, you know, if you're needing to use the restroom and somebody's in the shower, you don't have to wait. It's awesome.
0: Angie really likes the fact that it has a workstation (laughs) in the front of the cab. A dinette, a 63-inch sofa, an LED TV over the dinette area. Mm-hmm.
1: I really like the layout of the kitchen in this motorhome. The sink isn't thrown up against the wall like most that have you staring at the wall while, while washing dishes. This one has the sink facing the dinette area, meaning it is facing the TV too, which I really like. I really like this new floor plan.
0: Mm-hmm. It's nice. It is nice. Basic interior technology. If you have technology in your camper, it is nice to access the features in a central location. Mm-hmm. We used to have to walk to each room before accessing the wall switches for the slide outs, mm-hmm. but now they're all wired to one easy location. I can sit there and push a button and go ahead and get each slide out out. Mm -hmm. Um, If I want to have somebody outside watching for me, you know, I can stand in one place and have one window open and (laughs) check it all, make sure everything goes out. Uh, Also, if I want to access to that panel, I also have a app on my phone Mm -hmm. or I can put it on a tablet and access it through that. I know that it sounds lazy, but (laughs) Um, so at nice. the same time, if I'm worried about clearance on one side, I could also go outside and check it while actually performing it and getting it to go outside. Right.
1: And what all is included in our control panel? I know we have the the two awnings.
0: We have the awnings, the air conditioners, mm-hmm. um, all the lights, outdoor like lighting, mm-hmm. awning lights, um, just hallway lights, all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff.
1: Yeah, it is great.
0: But as I was saying, um, if I'm worried about clearance, I can go ahead and go outside and make sure that I don't have any issues once I'm pulling them out. Mm-hmm. Um, once I actually got ahead of myself and started closing the living room slide out, and it actually caught the door when I was coming in, dummy me. But that's that's you why did these what? apps. Yeah, yeah, it happened. Um, but having that app, I could actually be there and watching it better. So it's really nice to have you that.
1: You didn't damage my baby camper, did you? Uh,
0: Another show. That's for another show. Uh,
1: okay, then. Moving on. <laughs> yep. number
0: eight. Powered or a pop-up TV lift. Our 2017 Flagstaff actually has a front living room setup, And in the front, we have a large windshield. And the TV actually comes up and blocks that off. Mm-hmm. But it gives us a large cabinet on top when it's down. But we can pull that up and actually watch TV, and it's just a great central location. Mm-hmm. Um, gives us quite a bit more room in there. Just makes it feel larger when that TV's down out of the way, mm-hmm. and we put it down in behind there. And it has that fireplace in front. So it's just beautiful yeah. all together. We really like that.
1: Right. And it also reduces the chance of damaging the TV when en route. Yep. It's a good protective piece.
0: Number nine like I just said, that fireplace mm-hmm. a fireplace is helpful because it basically like having a built-in space heater in your RV. Mm-hmm. Uh, in our experience, the fireplace does a really good job of keeping the camper warm. Mm-hmm. It gives off some nice ambient lighting when you turn on the flames and ours has ambient lighting on the outside. So, Really nice and just sets up for a good mood. Um, we like it a lot because Aiden can be in the camper. We can set up that, and with him being on oxygen mm-hmm. and having his needs, he can actually watch the fire while we're out mm-hmm. at the lake and do it, and doesn't have to be around all the smoke and right. everything. So, Absolutely. you know, sometimes it's just the little things that make us mm-hmm. happy. So, hey, um,
1: we'll take it. Yes, mm-hmm. we will. The thirty-six FL fifth wheel we spoke about earlier has a nice fireplace. So, be sure to check that out on our website as well. Last week, we asked you what percentage of RVs are built in Indiana. Do you remember the answer
0: to that, Mark? 80 percent.
1: Right. That's a lot. A a lot of campers. Right. The second question is, what is the average age range of RV owners these days? And that answer is the highest rate of RV ownerships are owned by people ranging between the ages of 35 and 54.
0: The first question this week is how many people are employed at Forest River? Mm. The second question, what travel trailer is the best-selling and has been since 2005? That is one Mm. long run. Mm. You can head over to our Facebook, Soul RV Happy Campers Group, and leave your response. We will have the answers for you on next week's podcast.
1: Mm -hmm. Utilizing your RV space. This is number 10. Having an office or a workstation or a hobby station within an RV is awesome. And they are new amenities with some of these new RVs. The Class A Coachman RV Pursuit Precision 27XPS has a computer workstation built into the cab area directly in front of the passenger seating. That's pretty common now in most of these Class A motorhomes. They're building them right in there and they just flip up and you can set your laptop there. They have the power right there for you and you can check those out over on our website as well. There are also hobby stations, which this is something that's kind of new to me, which I really want one. They're basically a desk with two spaces for using it to work on crafts or to work from home in your RV, which I think would be fun. There's a hobby station in the 2021 Class A Winnebago Forza 38D. It has a movable drawer stack that additionally converts into a bed. It's a very, very good use of space. You guys are really going to want to check that one out over on our website. Again, that is the Winnebago Forza 38D.
0: It's amazing how many people have actually had to convert their camper space into their work area Mm -hmm. or what they want. And now with everybody, you know, wanting to go full-time and doing more camping, their actual manufacturers are giving it thought and giving you those spaces. It is really nice. Really
1: nice. Number 11 is washing machine and dryers. They are something that we never really thought we needed in our RV when we first started camping. However, now that we have moved on from simple weekend trips to very long trips, And many times at different campgrounds, we have found that having a washing machine and dryer in our RV is an absolute necessity, mostly because I will not use a public laundromat to wash any of Aiden's clothes. And if I'm being really honest, I wouldn't really want to wash mine in there either, but it's no secret that I'm a germaphobe, so that's okay. Remember that fifth wheel by Heritage Glen, the 36 FL we talked about earlier, that has the fireplace, the four slide outs, sleep six, has a bath and a half, and the an awesome breakfast bar and the elite outdoor bar. Well, it also has a washer and dryer hookups as well. I will say that most of the newer RVs have hookups available, but they don't actually come with a washer and dryer. So that's something you'll have to purchase separately. Moving on to number 12, more than one bathroom. Many RVs now have a bath and a half This is a full bath that has a shower, sink, and toilet, and an additional half bath in another part of the camper that has a sink and a toilet. Some have two full bathrooms. I would really like to have that. The Class A 2021 Winnebago Forza 38D that we talked about earlier with that hobby station has a bath and a half, and believe it or not, you can even get a full shower in a Class B motorhome. Did you know that, Mark? Yep. You did? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. The
0: 2021 Nexus RV Viper 25V Class B Plus has one.
1: Ah, you did know it. They even make campers for dog people with their shaded pet tether. These are our kind of people. This is a newer amenity that allows your pet to be tied to the RV directly and have shade from the overhead awning. The 36FL we talked about has this amenity as well as many... other rvs do too it's basically what just a
0: just a tie down yeah on the side yeah
1: but it's still a great great that they
0: thought about the pets for it that's awesome
1: number 14 the front windshield in a travel trailer mark you talked about this earlier having a front windshield in the front of your rv is a huge plus in my opinion it opens up the camper so much more and really makes you feel like you're part of nature even more so the 2021 forest river rv grand surveyor The 302RLOK is a travel trailer with a front windshield, but this one actually has it in the bedroom, which is different than ours because ours is in the living room. It also has a unique feature we want to point out. Do you want to point that out, Mark?
0: It actually has a unique window bench retreat in the front bedroom. Yes. We actually looked at something like this for Aiden so he could hang out resting and Mm -hmm. we could have a great view. Honestly, though, I still prefer our travel trailer's windshield Mm -hmm. because it's in the living room. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure I would like having a windshield in my bedroom. No, not really. (laughs) Yeah. But uh,
1: it's a whole new look, though.
0: It It, is. And
1: it's one that I bet a lot of people are going to enjoy.
0: Cool changes. (laughs) Right
1: speaking of a front windshield they even have them on the r pods now they are some of the smallest rvs available in the midwest but what a view they have now
0: for number 15 size matters or does it (laughs) uh the length of an rv can actually be an amenity rvs can actually range from very small to very large For instance, there is a 2021 Forest River R-Pod, RP-171, Mm -hmm. that is only 18 foot 4 inches in length, yet it has a dinette. All the kitchen amenities, such as a fridge, two burner cooktop, sleeps three to four people, has a bathroom, albeit it is a wet bath, Mm -hmm. which is a bathroom with the toilet and the shower combination. And still has a queen size bed. Right. They packed a lot into that little camper. Mm-hmm. The 2021 Forest River R-Pod, the RP-180, that is 20 foot 8 inches and has a full bathroom and a slide-out and a queen bed, all in an easy pull travel trailer. Mm-hmm.
1: And a full bathroom, meaning the entire back end of that that RV is a bathroom. So yeah. that's great for a smaller RV like that. There are also RVs with bunk houses that are very popular for large families or families with small children. There are a ton of sleeping space with bunk beds, and some can even sleep 10, like the Class C 2021 Winnebago Mini Winnie 31H. There is a queen sofa bed, a set of bunk beds, a sofa bed, an overhead bed above the cab area, and a U-shaped dinette that converts into an additional bed. That's how it sleeps the 10
0: people. Big party on wheels. Yes.
1: Yes. Oh, the kids would love that. Can you imagine? Oh, yeah. <laughs> The Soul Goal is where we discuss how to make your travel goals and where to go, sometimes including stories of our own travels. This week's segment of The Soul Goal is about my 90-year-old grandma's, aka Gigi, her first camping trip at 88 years old. We planned a 30-day trip for her first trip. Go big or go home, right?
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) This trip was planned for Pomona State Park and Hillsdale State Park in Kansas.
0: Gigi would use our Class C motorhome, the Soulmobile, mm-hmm. and we would use our travel trailer. That is the bonus of having two RVs mm-hmm. is allowing somebody else to use it. Absolutely. We started off in an excessive heat warning in our area for the first week. Not a great way to start as we could only stay inside to try and keep cool with the temperature being 110 to 115 degree heat index. Right. The weather did improve, thankfully, with a cool front that moved through.
1: Yes, thank goodness. Mm. Now, Gigi can walk just fine, but the stairs can be an issue if they are steep. And our motorhome does have the typical steep steps going up into it. So we did have to modify a few things to allow Gigi access into the motorhome.
0: That is correct. Mm -hmm. Um, Angie's dad actually built a hydraulic lift system that we could pump up. And put in a platform at the front door so we could just raise her straight up, have a little lift, and she could walk right into the motorhome.
1: Right, right. Well, we moved on to the next state park, Hillsdale State Park. This park provided more people-watching ability for Gigi, which she really likes. We moved on to the next state park, Hillsdale State Park. This park provided more people-watching ability for Gigi, which she likes. She also enjoyed watching all of the RVs come and go. The most fun she had was simple and free. We took her and Aiden out on a long stroll around the campground. She said the next time she would definitely like to take some photos of the area so that she could paint later on. We love that. We had such a fun time on this trip. We did a small Bible study, as ladies did. We took a few drives around town, visited a few shops.
0: And we actually got to eat at one of our favorite restaurants in Vassar called Mm -hmm. Green Acres. We also celebrated Aiden's 16th birthday on this trip. Right. Uh, you can read our interview with Gigi on our website at solarv.com and simply search for Journeys Part 3.
1: Right. There are also two very funny stories about Gigi mowing down a cedar tree and the roof being on fire. That's all part of the Journeys Part 3 if you want to read about that later. <laughs> On this week's segment of Food for the Soul, we have a super simple recipe for cooking in a crock pot in the fall or the winter while RV camping or at home. It's a simple recipe for vegetable soup, and it's the easiest vegetable soup ever, and will give you so much more time to enjoy your trip. You simply need two cans of everything, two cans of green beans, two cans of corn, two cans of carrots, also two packs of brown gravy, one box of beef broth, and two to three pounds of ground hamburger all you do is brown the ground beef in a skillet and drain it add the cooked ground beef to a crock pot add two cans of all those things plus the two packets of brown gravy and one box of beef broth you cook it in the crock pot on high for four to five hours until the veggies are cooked through and we just had this for dinner yesterday or day before
0: a couple days ago yep. yeah it was good now that is going to do it for this week's episode of the soul rv podcast we hope that we have answered a few of your questions about some of the helpful RV camping amenities. There are still so many more out there. So be sure to follow Soul RV for all the updates on RV camping and more on the 2021 RVs.